Hey, what's up, guys? This is Glenn. This podcast is intended for adult audiences only. So let's let's be responsible adults everywhere. And if you get easily offended, this podcast is not for you. You should probably go watch Mr. Rogers or something. Okay, cool. Good talk. Bye. Hey guys, what's going on? This is Glenn and welcome to the Glenn Thinks Stuff Podcast. How you like that intro? Does that sound enthusiastic enough for you? Because it was not sincere at all. But it does not matter. It doesn't even matter. (laughs) I'm on my phone right now. I'm driving in the rain and I'm chewing gum. So I'm pretty much breaking every podcast and rule right now. I'm not going to do the whole podcast like this. I, uh, I'm i just going to do the, an intro. And I thought that that would be kosher. But anyway, I hope everyone's well. And uh, what can I tell you in my intro? Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, I had this uh, this week. I learned something about myself. I learned that... Uh, that I'll make little noises sometimes when my thoughts change from one thing to the other, like transition noises. You know, on old cartoons like maybe Scooby-Doo or the old Batman show, it would have that... And it would just go to another scene. It would show all this graphic on the screen and it would go... And then it would go to like a totally different scene. Well, I do that just when I'm thinking sometimes out loud. I'll just go, da-da-da, and that's just kind of stupid (laughs) that I'm even telling you that, but I'll just sit there, and I'll be thinking about something, or I'll be talking to somebody about something, and not all the time, but sometimes I'll just go, da-da-da, and then jump to something totally different because my brain, I guess my brain wants a little song, like an intro to the thought. So I just go, da-da-da, and the person was like, why are you going, da-da-da? <laughs> and I didn't even notice that I that I do that. But I've done that for a while. And so that's stupid. But uh, <laughs> but, but uh, anyway, what else can I tell you in the intro? I can't, I can't jones you on the intro. I got to tell you. Oh, let me tell you this little story real quick. So earlier this week, I had a dream um, about somebody that I know hanging themselves, right? Like committing suicide and hanging themselves. And I woke up, and do you know how you don't remember most of the dreams that you have? Or at least I don't, but if it's just weird enough, I'll remember the dream. And I I think that earlier that day, somebody had mentioned Robin Williams to me because I was talking about comedy geniuses and how... A lot of comedians today, especially on sitcoms that I watch today, I just don't feel like they have that that thing, you know, like that natural. It's more the writers of the show, and that's why I struggle finding um, sitcoms, like comedy sitcoms, because, I mean, they might be comedians, but they don't have that that it factor. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Um, people that are just naturally funny and the person said well Robin Williams had that that was just a naturally funny person and I agreed I said I concur I didn't say that at all but uh (laughs) so anyway I guess he hung himself he committed suicide and uh so I guess that's why that was in the back of my head and I just had a dream and 
and uh, I woke up and I was like that's so weird well then um, later that same morning a couple hours after I woke up I was talking to this person and this person's family member had just purchased um, a home and uh, they were telling me about it and they said that somebody two guys had knocked on the door and said um, our friend used to live here and he committed suicide he hung himself in a tree behind uh, your house and they were like really and uh, and as the guy's telling me this I was just tripping out because I was like I just dreamed about somebody hanging themselves you know like something I've never dreamed before and I don't this is just a strange I don't talk to people about uh, people hanging themselves it's not like a normal thing um but the guys were like uh they let them look around and come to find out after they had done a little uh research that this really was legit and it had happened uh i want to say back in the 90s maybe um and so i was like whoa um well that's a sad story but um on a side note i was like whoa so i'm psychic you know (laughs) so so i figured out that i'm psychic and I was like, well, I'm not really, like, really good psychic. I can only, I can only tell, like, if something is about to happen, you know, or somebody's about to tell me something, I can be like, oh, I dreamed that. Um, I, I have no control over this power. It just happened. And uh, so I guess I'm psychic now. Yeah, not a good psychic. I guess I need to buy some lottery tickets. But by the time I would dream the lottery tickets number, I'd just wake up in the morning and be like, oh, those are the same numbers. <laughs> uh, so I guess you can call me. I'm like a psychic of stuff that's already happened. So if you want to call me and uh, I can tell you stuff that already happened, then that's cool. I can do that, I guess. It's my superpower. But uh, I've been watching a lot of Netflix lately. Um and that Ted Bundy thing, I think it finally got replaced with something else. But I refused to watch the Ted Bundy thing that was at the top of my Netflix forever because uh, because sometimes I just don't like Netflix trying to push off what they spend a lot of money on onto me. You know, and I know the story of Ted Bundy. And Ted Bundy is a bummer, man. He just is. You know, no matter how you look at it, you're not going to feel good after you watch that yeah and uh and so i just refuse to watch it because i'm not really a serial killer junkie like i'm not one of those people that really can watch that stuff all the time i can in small doses and every once in a while i will watch like a doc on something that i'm interested in but like man just like oh he murdered he lured them and then he murdered them and then he saved the corpses and then he and then here's all this footage and stuff of him like man that is a total bummer i don't want to see that at all (laughs) i want to watch the office i've been striking out left and right on everything that i've tried lately it just seems like i strike out and usually i stumble across some kind of nugget of goodness and i'm like oh this is hilarious or this is really well done but it's just been like i've just been just watching garbage lately like stuff i can't even make it through and so i decided what i'd do is i would revert back to something familiar and watch the office again and uh i love the office i do 
I love The Office. I love Parks and Rec. Um, there was even talk when Parks and Rec started of of it being like a spinoff of The Office. Like they got, I read this, like they got a copier from Dunder Mifflin and uh, because it's kind of shot the same. But I mean, of course, that's not the way that it went. But both of those are excellent shows. And this is why. Because as I rewatched The Office for who who knows how many times I've watched that, I just noticed the character, like the emphasis that they put in developing all the characters. You know, even if it's someone like Creed or Stanley um, that don't have these huge roles. I mean, they might have an episode where they're more where they're more visible, but it's like they're the characters are so like they have personality you know what their deal is it's a really strong character and i really that's something that i've overlooked before when i watch the office um that i appreciate this go around something else that i noticed is i've always had a like i've had like a crush on pam i like pam and uh along with everyone else and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and something that I noticed that was jacked up is I kind of got mad at Pam and um, Jim when I rewatched it this time because I was like, man, Roy, Pam's original boyfriend in the series, if you haven't watched it, Pam was dating this guy named Roy in the beginning. And he was kind of like a man's man. He worked in the warehouse. Roy reminds me, maybe his personality is not like mine but if i worked at dunder mifflin let's face it i would probably work in the warehouse and he has a beard and he's just like i don't know he's not like jim and and jim kind of has gotten on my nerves this season just because just of how he is even like in the later season when he he becomes kind of but uh (laughs) after he gets married it ruined him anyway no i'm just kidding just calm down Uh, But I noticed Roy didn't get a fair shake, you know, and they want you to, they want you to look at Roy in a way that's kind of negative, you know, and there's this conversation early on, um, of course, Jim's being all flirty with Pam, um, a lady that has a fiance, and, um, and so Jim's talking to her about their plans for the weekend and Jim's like I'm gonna do this blah 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 and Pam's like well um Roy's gotta help his cousin move we gotta help Roy's cousin move because Roy has a truck and it was said in like a negative way and that's the way I always took it I was like oh how boring is that Pam but then I thought man Roy's a nice guy Roy is helping somebody, not getting paid, helping his cousin, you know, using his gas, using his truck to help somebody move. That's just a nice thing to do, you know. And then Jim swoops in, oh, with his with his with his big dumb face and sweeps Pam off her feet. But I say to this, Roy, if you're listening, you're better off, brother. You're better than that. You deserve better than that. You and your truck, what goes around comes around. You did punch Jim but and that's messed up but all i'm saying is is that you're a good person you help people roy and that's what i'm talking about i guess of everyone on that show i'm kind of like a mixture of toby 
and I'd say Toby, <laughs> Toby and Andy Bernard like mesh together. I think that's a good way. I, everybody wants to be Michael Scott, but that's just comedy genius. We can't touch that. All right. I'll quit rambling now and we'll just get into the podcast and see if I can save this. See if I can get this back on the rails. All right, let's see if I can rein this back in a little bit and and we'll just get down to business. I wanted to tell you guys today about um, two separate experiences that I had within 24 hours of one another last week. And uh, the first one happened when I went to the bank. I got paid and went to the bank. I'm like an old guy. I don't like getting a direct deposit. I take a paper check. I just, if they would give me an envelope full of cash, that would be good. I'm just like an old man. I'm just old school when it comes to that. Like, let me give them a paycheck. That's just how I've been, you know, for ever since I started working. It's just my little ritual that I do with myself. But anyway, so I went to the bank and I walk up to the teller. I go into the bank and I walk up to the teller and she she says what can i do for you and i tell her what i want done and i know that i have bank stories on this uh on this podcast i told a story about a rude lady at the bank not too long ago and if anything that should tell you how exciting my life is (laughs) but i'm like let me tell you about this experience this crazy experience i had a week ago what was it glenn what was it i was in the bank (laughs) but anyways i walk up to the teller she's like what can i do for you i tell her and uh she's just staring at me and and i see her staring at me and i stare back at her and she says you don't know who i am do you and i hate i hate that question you know especially if i don't recognize somebody i really hate that question because it just creates this awkwardness, right? And so what I did is she said, you don't know who I am, uh, do you? And so immediately, just out of instinct, I looked down at her name tag, right? And while I'm looking at her name tag, she's staring at me. She's looking me in the eye, and my eyes go down to her name tag, which is on her shirt. And as soon as I looked down, I was like, oh, no, she's she thinks that I might be looking at, you know, maybe her chest, you know, which I wasn't. I was looking at her name tag and I was like, oh, no, I don't want to be that guy, you know, that looks back up and is like, yep, I recognize you anywhere. (laughs) I was like, but I was looking at her name tag and I read her name and I was panicking because I was like, why'd you look down, Glenn? Why'd you look down? And I looked back at her and I was like, nope, don't know. And come to find out is somebody that I knew about and that I haven't seen in about 20 years. Like we were school age. We were probably junior high, junior high age, maybe 15-ish, 15, 16, the last time I saw this person. So I really didn't recognize her. I recognized her in the eyes after... You know, after she explained who she was, I I could say, oh, that's who you were, you know, and, you know, let's catch up. Let's do 20 years of catch up while all these 
angry people are standing behind me. <laughs> but it was just, I was like, I, and she said she, she had seen me in the drive-thru, and I was like, I don't even look anything like I did when I was 15 or 16 years old. I look nothing like I did back then. And she's like, I saw you coming through the drive-thru one day. And then she was telling me details about my life. And I was like, whoa, this is really a small town, you know? Well, good to see you. See you when I'm like almost 60. <laughs> and it was just awkward. It was just an awkward exchange. But, I mean... That's cool. That that but that happened. I was like, man, why do you why do you look that? Why who does that? Why are you gonna be that guy, Glenn? Or people will think that you're that guy. So anyway, that happened. Well, the very next day, I went to work and uh, I had to go in real early in the morning, and so I was off at seven o'clock in the morning, and I needed to get the oil changed in my car. And so I was like, well, let me Google when this place opens. One of those drive-through places you just drive in, they change your oil and you drive out. And so I was like, well, let me see what time this place opens. And they opened at 7 o'clock. So it was kind of rainy and misty out. And it was still kind of dark outside at 7. And I pulled up. And I was like their, their first customer. And uh, I saw this person walking out towards my car with, long uh work pants on a work jacket zipped all the way up and a toboggan pulled to where it was up right above the person's eyes right and they were walking toward my car so i rolled down my window i was like what's going on dude what's happening man and uh and then the woman walked up to my car <laughs> right and i was like oh no and then i just i started apologizing you know, I was like, I'm sorry, ma'am. You know, I didn't realize that you were a lady. And, you know, she was like, that's fine. But, um, yeah, so it happened twice. Two different experiences with women in 24 hours. And I just miserably, I just handled myself very poorly. And I'm very disappointed in myself. I called a lady a dude, and I didn't remember a lady that I used to know. But I guess that happens sometimes. Speaking of weird ladies, here's something else I was thinking about this week. And some of you might remember this, especially if you're around my age, um, because everybody in the 90s, or a lot of people in the 90s, listened to a lady named Alanis Morissette, right? Remember Alanis Morissette? She just, I just thought about Alanis Morissette this week, and I was thinking about her music. And I was thinking about how crazy Alanis Morissette was. And I'm not going to lie, when Jagged Little Pill came out, I don't remember if I had the CD or the cassette. I had one of the two. I had Jagged Little Pill. I'm not going to lie. I wasn't like a huge fan. I had a lot of music. I had a lot of cassettes. And I had a lot of CDs. Even if I liked one or two songs um, by an artist, I would buy the buy the album because there wasn't iTunes back then. And uh, and so I had Jagged Little Pill, and I remember listening to it. And even back then, I was listening to a lot of rock music back in the 90s. And pretty much that's all I listened to. And a little bit of Johnny Cash. I did like Johnny Cash back then. But I listened to a lot of rock music, and I remember Alanis Morissette's music just were kind of like nails on a chalkboard to me. Like something about it just hit me that way. Like, man, lady, you were like mad. 
you've got some stuff going on, you know? And I was a youthful person, and uh, I guess I was finding myself and figuring a lot of things out on my own, but I was like, this lady's crazy. And especially that song, You Oughta Know, you know, the one where she's like, and the best that you made, and the made of her open wine. And then she calls the guy and she's like, I hate to bug you in the middle of dinner. And I thought about that song this week and it made me laugh because I'd heard rumors for years that it was about that guy, Dave Collier from Full House, right? Because she had, uh, she dated him for a while, Uncle Joey, to the people that watched or have watched Full House or grew up watching Full House. That's Uncle Joey. Uncle Joey dated this crazy lady. And that is just crazy because it's like, it reminds me more of a bad decision that Uncle Jesse would have made. Um, Not Danny. Danny totally would have never dated the likes of Alanis Morissette. But it was like, that. she's more kind of Uncle Jesse material, I would think, you know? And then I was like, can you imagine Alanis Morissette? I was thinking walking in uh, with her daughter, Kimmy Gibbler. <laughs> I swear. I swear I don't watch Full House, but I have kids, you know? And uh, can you imagine? That's probably Kimmy Gibbler's mom. And she just walks in, and she's like, I hate to bug you in the middle of dinner. And Uncle Joey just being like, cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> they just I was like man what a weird couple that was and I, that's what I heard for years I, I heard that Alanis Morissette and Dave Collier and there is something to that I think there's more to that than he really wants to admit because I did find an interview with him and this I mean this is kind of a boring story but I mean she was like I, I read the lyrics to you ought to know And I was just like, man, this is just, she's definitely got some issues because it sounds like a relationship just didn't work out. And then she just put this guy on blast. I mean, she was talking about your life looks really peaceful. Like, yeah, isn't that what most people want their lives to be peaceful, you know? And you're crazy because you're saying a lot of crazy things. Alanis Morissette so you just need to calm down Alanis Morissette (laughs) but anyway that just that was something that I thought about this week I don't know anyways uh before I go any farther in my podcast today um a lot of people that listen to me actually follow me on Twitter and I decided earlier this week that I was going to take a break from Twitter social media but really mainly Twitter And the reason being is that, um, I don't know how to explain what I feel, but the reason that I took a a social media break is because so often there's so much information, especially on a platform like Twitter that comes at you a hundred miles an hour, you know, in a bunch of different from a bunch of different places and you get hit with all the stuff and you know everybody's talking about like i'm feeling this or i'm feeling this or i'm doing this or you know political stuff sucks and i just kind of got burnt out on it 
I just kind of felt all the stuff that everybody says all the time and just kind of quiet my mind a little bit and just think about stuff and go about my day. And, uh, and actually I got an email, um, two years ago, one of my friends that I grew up with got killed in a car accident. And, uh, I wrote a little memorial, um, on the online guest book a couple years ago. Well, I guess since I put my information in, um, it sent me an email saying, you know, this is, he died two years ago, if you want to say anything. And this is a guy that I grew up with that was really, he wasn't my best friend, but he was really, um, he was really a good friend and a good guy. And we ran around and did a bunch of stupid kid stuff when we were kids and you know so I got that and it didn't make me depressed but um it really made me think and it kind of set the ball in motion to where I decided to step back from Twitter because I was just reflecting uh on some stuff in my own life because when someone dies young you know there you can't help but ask questions and there's a lot of things when tragedy happens in your life or in the world for me, there's a lot of questions that just don't have answers. And there's a lot of like personal reflection that I'll do um, when I think about that stuff. Because it's kind of heavy stuff, you know. And, you know, so I was thinking about him and I was thinking about, you know, he had kids, you know. And I have kids and um, just... I just kind of reflecting on my life and seeing some things that I'm not happy with or things where I'm not where I really want to be. Um, and I'm the kind of person that if I see a problem, I want to fix the problem. It's just how I'm wired. And so I've been, that's what I've been focusing on and thinking about and actively doing some things to rearrange some things in my life. So if you follow me on Twitter to make a long story longer, I will be back. I'm just taking a little hiatus. I got a lot of really good friends on uh, on Twitter, really supportive people that, that I've become friends with, especially other podcasters. They're, uh, I hate to say names. I'm going to say if, you, if I leave you out, if you're a podcaster and you hear this, it's not on purpose. I love you. <laughs> but uh, Cam and Jen from our True Crime podcast, uh, have they're like really good friends of mine. They're just sweet, sweethearts. I love those ladies. Gerald at Conspire, he's an awesome dude. Riley at the Plunge and all the Plunge guys, those are my homeboys. Tony at the Conversations with God podcast is cool. Uh, Jason over at Mixed Media Forest. Jason's like, man, he's like the nicest, most positive person ever. All of us should be more like Jason. But um, there are two more people, and I'm actually going to run their promo today. And I have a few times in the past, and I'm going to tell you why, okay? And if you're not listening to um, the Fake Headlines podcast with Kevin and Tiffany Dillon, you need to be. Um, because it's a really, it's, it's really one of my favorite podcasts. And I really, I really, um, Really, these people, I really love these people. I love to listen to them. They put off a good vibe. They're my speed. Like, I, I snicker at every one of their jokes. Um, and they, I was listening to their latest episode this morning, and Kevin shared something um, that was going on in his life. And it's so much bigger 
of a thing than uh, anything that I'm going through. But uh, he said some kind words about me and that he had listened to my podcast and it helped him stay in a better state of mind. And I heard that at about four o'clock this morning um, on their newest episode. And it just really, it really made my day start really well (laughs) today. See, if I knew more words, that would sound better. But it really gave a, it gave me a good start, you know, to my day-to-day. It gave a good start to my day-to-day. And, uh, and if you're listening, Kevin and Tiffany, I really appreciate it. And, uh, that's why I'm here. That's why I do the podcast. Uh, so, uh. If you're not listening to Fake Headlines, where have you been? Check out the promo. Hi, I'm Tiffany Dillon. Hi, I'm Kevin Dillon. And we're the hosts of Fake Headlines Podcast. Each week, Tiffany and I bring three headlines to the mic, making the other guess which one is real and which ones are fake. Here are a few headlines from past episodes. Woman marries 300-year-old ghost because she can't find a human husband. Netflix teaming with Amazon to reboot old stores. Natural food store begins selling breast milk. Utah University installs cry closets for stressed out students. Uber driver takes passengers from Philly to Bel Air. Man drowns after placing water bed on an adjustable frame. Which articles are real and which ones are fake? Catch up now on Fake Headlines Podcast. We're available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, or anywhere you download podcasts. You can also go straight to fakeheadlinespodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter at FakeHeadPod or Facebook and Instagram at Fake Headlines Podcast. Thanks, everybody. Thanks. All right, so something else that I wanted to talk to you about today is something that I've been thinking about for a couple weeks. And I was actually listening to Welcome to My Show with Michelle Guild, which is a great comedy podcast. It's 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 really great. If you're not listening to Welcome to My Show, you should be. And I think that what was she talking about? Nobody I think the name of the episode was Nobody Cares That It's Your Birthday <laughs> or something like that. Close to that. And she talked about uh, gender reveal parties and how stupid they are. And I was like, yes, because I've I've been thinking the same thing for a while. I just haven't talked about it on my podcast. Well, after I listened to her episode, I started thinking and I was thinking about what a gender reveal party would look like for a hermaphrodite right and <laughs> is that how you say it Hermaph- hermaphrodite I think that's how you say it right somebody that's born with both the female and male organs and I know it's really rare I wonder how rare it is let me google it real quick since I did no research before um, before I started my podcast today I wonder how common it is alright Let's go to Wikipedia. That is a reliable source of information. Okay. Well, let's just say... How common is it to be born a hermaphrodite? Alrighty. We're going to learn. Alright. 1 in 1,500 to 1 in 2,000 births. Alright, so it's more common than what I thought. Okay. All right, 
Well, so anyways, so anyways, so I was thinking about, I guess that how you do it is you go to the doctor, um, when you're pregnant and say, you know, I don't want to know the sex of the baby, but I want to do this big party for, um, my social media or Instagram. Um, I want to put a video up because, uh, all these people care. You know, and the only gender reveals that people care about, I think, on social media are the ones that go wrong. <laughs> Those are the only ones. People just want to laugh at you. You know, they don't want to celebrate good times. Come on. They just want to laugh at the misfortune that happens during your gender reveal party. Okay, so I was thinking about like the doctor being like, all right, I'll write it on this piece of paper or that that's messed up that I'm saying that it's a guy doctor. It might be a doctor and she's like, I'll write it on this piece of paper and they put it in an envelope and give it to you and you give it to whoever is planning the party. Right. And the doctor's eyebrow raises, you know, when you tell them to do this and they're like, no, I think you need to know. And you're like, no, no, no. I want it. I want it to be a surprise. I want you to put it in an envelope. And so I was thinking about, you know, you take the envelope and you give it to someone because they're planning, you know, maybe a family member is planning this big stupid party for you. And, you know, maybe you're letting out a bunch of balloons. Maybe that's what you're doing. You're going to have all these balloons that you let out to find out the sex of your baby. And, you know, can you just imagine handing this to like your mother or something, this envelope? You know, and she's like, oh, and she takes it and, you know, she's planning the party. I've sent out the, you know, the RSVPs for the gender reveal party, you know, and she takes the envelope and she's all excited because she gets to find out the sex of her grandbaby before anyone else gets to, you know, gets to know. She gets to know so she can plan, you know, the, the pink or the blue balloons and like, uh, and so she opens the... <laughs> the envelope and the doctor has just has written hermaphrodite on the piece of paper <laughs> on the piece of paper and i was just thinking of like the what how would how would that all go down would 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 she call you and be like oh, we need to you need to know and you're like no 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 and i was just thinking about how would you do that you know, how would you announce that at a gender reveal party that was pre-planned? I wonder if that has, you know, ever happened before in the history of all these big dumb parties that everybody has because they think that you care. But, uh, yeah. So that's the thought that I had this week. So there's that. <laughs> You're welcome. It's something that that I think that people need to think about because if you ever know anybody that's going through that, you know, you need to have good sound advice to give them on what they should do. Hermaphrodite. Maybe just write that on all the balloons. All the white balloons. Or maybe you should have pink and blue balloons. What would that be like if what would that be like if you were releasing the balloons? And I guess you could have pink and blue balloons. And so when they're filming it to put up on your Twitter uh, everybody would be confused and think that it was twins. You know, if you let out pink and blue balloons, everybody would be like, it's twins. And then you'd be like, no, it's a hermaphrodite, you know? <laughs> All right. So I'm going to end the podcast on that note because there's just nowhere that I can go from there. <laughs>
But I hope that everybody has an awesome week. Thank you for listening today. It was kind of a rough podcast, but we got through it together. And I appreciate the support uh, and the love that everyone gives me and has given me. Thank you for listening and supporting this podcast. If you'd like to hear me talk about anything in particular, which you heard what I talked about today, so what do you have? Do you need some life advice? Would you like me to ponder a certain topic? And I know you got to have something better than this. So uh, what you can do is you can shoot me an email, glennthinkstuff at yahoo.com, glennthinkstuff at yahoo.com, and I'll be glad to ponder what you got. Um, you can also follow my social media. I am a Glenfluencer. Some Glenfluencer I am. Like right after I announced that I'm a Glenfluencer and I set up an Instagram account, I, uh, I take a break from social media. <laughs> But I'm not going to do something that where I'm not happy, you know, and I'll be back. So you can follow me on Twitter at Glenn Thinks Stuff. Uh, you can also follow me on Instagram. Um, I'm actually going to throw my episode up um, onto my Twitter externally, uh, probably from iTunes or something, just so people know that it's out. Um but if you do respond or retweet me or ask me a question, I will not see that because I'm not on Twitter uh, for until further notice. Um, if you want to get a hold of me, the best way to do it is on through email. So you can do that. Um, thank you for all the people that have left me reviews on iTunes. If you want to do that, um, that would be cool. It, it's an encouragement, but if you don't want to do that, uh, it really doesn't matter. Um, but I do appreciate it. I hope that everybody has an awesome week. And what else do I have? I guess that's it. Peace out.